Hey, and we got some very good series going on, and we're going to get all up into it. Let's go. What is going on, spectators? Welcome back to episode 135 of The Spectators. I'm Julian. I am here with Brooklyn and Omar. What is going on, boys? Yo, yo, yo. What's popping, guys? What's up, y'all? What's up? And so, Come you on. know, I, I started off. We, we, we said what's happening today. It's the NBA playoffs. It's one of the best times of the year. And it's starting to get to the point where the games are actually starting to get good. And, you know, the first round was actually pretty elite for first round standards. But we got some good matchups now. And I think, what, two of the, two of the series are tied 2-2 two, two, as, as of current recording. Those are going to be changing coming up tonight, obviously. So by the time you hear this, it might be a little bit different. But two of them are 2-2. Two, two. One of them is 3-2. And three, or, three or two, two, three or Once two, three, two, one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That one last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got some great series going on and uh, there's about an injury away from all four being two, two. So let's get into it. Omar, you're a basketball guy. You're the resident basketball always watcher, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a basketball junkie, you know. I'm in and out, you know. Everywhere I go, I got the basketball on, so you already know my guy, my vibe. But uh, yeah, this this playoffs is amazing to watch so far. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about though is uh, the MVP award and how people were like, you know, controversial over it and like how Jokic won it and people are saying how Embiid should get it. Um, but honestly, I've I've never seen anybody more deserving of the award ever. Uh, you know, but I mean, there's a lot of people who are saying he shouldn't have gotten it. Uh, people are saying Embiid shouldn't have gotten it. But I think people are just mad that he's a second round pick. Embiid, obviously, you know, top overall pick, uh, trusted the process, you know, had this whole uh, climax of his career, the whole Ben Simmons saga. So, yeah, it makes sense in like a storybook for him to have the MVP. But if we look at the numbers and we look at play style and like, load on on their own team it's it's Jokic's award and i think it's by a landslide too i don't think it's even close and uh, nobody's out here doing what joker's doing like you just look at him and he's a one in a generation type player and with the numbers he's putting up at the size he's doing it, at the efficiency he's doing it i know jew loves mentioning this i'm not so gonna go say ahead, it Jew. i'm not gonna say, say it. it i'm not gonna say 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 it you, it's hard to argue giving him to Jokic back to back years. I'm I'm on the train. Give it to him. He deserves it. I'm happy the NBA didn't do no weird thing. We're like, oh, we're not gonna do it, even yeah. though they they deserve it. But this other guy, it's gonna be a little more pretty if we give it to them. Give it to who deserves it. Jokic needed it. He got it. Shout out. I think what people are more what more people are mad about is that the fact how. Okay, Shaq has one MVP. Kobe has one MVP. Yeah, now Jokic has two MVPs. So now, technically, like the the value of the award to in people's minds is kind of like devaluing. But honestly, 
have you watched the uh, Nuggets game? Have you watched the Denver Nuggets game? Here's you, what's crazy. Like, not yeah. to ever devalue anything Kobe and Shaq have ever done because they're all-time greats. They're two of the 20 to 25 best players ever. Like, even right. even on the worst list, they're at worst 25, right? Like, they're they're there. They're all-time greats. Um, But, like, as it's going, and if the, if the Joker is playing like this for five, six more seasons... He's better all time than those two guys. He just is. And so, you know, the, the, you know, you look at Kobe and look at like all time scoring points. Joker is not going to reach that point most likely unless he plays another 15 years. Um, so there's a couple things that he won't surpass him with. And then you're definitely going to look at the rings at some point. I don't think Jokic is ever going to win a ring because um, I think he's going to stay his career in Denver. And I think they're going to continue to get hurt. And even if they're not hurt, they're going to underperform. And that's just kind of what it is. But that's those are just simply not things I look at towards all time great players. And, you know, it, maybe it's a hot take to say he'll be better. But look, he has two MVPs in a row with more dominant seasons than those guys maybe have ever had. Maybe not in terms of scoring, but in terms of being a great basketball player. And, you yeah. know, another, you, another thing is that it's a completely different game now. You know what I mean? It's spacing you know uh freedom of movement for the offensive player um uh just the, you know it, it's spacing again like it's, it's worth repeating it because it's never been like this in the kobe and Shaq era so i mean based on this era Jokic is our back-to-back mvp whether you like it or not um, and, and you know it's crazy in a league with kevin durant and lebron james and Giannis and joel Embiid. And the, the loads of other great players, Steph Curry, like there's so many great players. You can keep on going and on and on. There, there's so many great players. I mean, there's always great players, right? But there's so many, like particularly, like you look at that guy, it's like, that's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer. Um, he's the best of the group at the moment outside of maybe Giannis. And that's crazy to me. Like yeah. it's, it's absolutely wild. So yeah, I agree with you. I think he deserves it. Uh, people are mostly complaining because Philly is down 0-2 to the Heat. He comes back. They win two games in a row. It's like, that's awesome if only this award meant anything about the playoffs. And it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Because if this award meant nice. anything, Kawhi would have two or three MVPs. Like, he doesn't because those it doesn't. Yeah. So, it's okay. Right. It's all right. People, people forget it's a regular season award. And yeah. Regular season, Jokic is the MVP. Yeah. 100% yeah. agree. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. I'm, I'm so. glad y'all agree because if y'all didn't, I would have had to go no, crazy. No, and it's really tough too because it's like hard to like discredit like Embiid, but like I didn't even yeah. think Embiid had the second bet. I think Giannis was better this season. Like that's what's crazy to me too. It's like th- these guys are crazy. We have three legitimately superstar bigs, and there was like four years ago that we weren't sure we would ever have a superstar big again just because of Steph and everything him and Dame were kind of doing that it was like, oh, well, everybody's just going to keep doing this and the bigs won't ever be relevant. And they are. They're very relevant. And, and the big said, all right, bet. We're going to change our game and we're going to make a name for ourselves. And here we are. Bigs have what? Four straight MVPs now? Right? It was two, two by Giannis, then two by Jokic. Those yeah. are all consecutive, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bigs so, out here trying to dominate the all all star weekend too with the skills comp three point contest. So we we get a little taste of everything with the bigs. They're not only big. Not only other other last four MVP bigs, but the last four MVPs are from overseas. 
So will we, really when will be the next time? Yeah. When will crazy. be the next time we see an American-born MVP? Because guess what, Luca's like right around the corner from becoming that's MVP too. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. one of those, and you know that's an easy transition. We got Luca in the playoffs. He's still here. It's the second round, and <clears> I'll be the first to admit that I thought the Mavericks were going to be awful this year. I still think the Mavericks are awful. I <laughs> do not like this team. I do not think they're a good basketball team. I think they're fun. I think they play hard. I think they're like a defensive, oddly team that like doesn't really make sense as to why they're winning games. And uh, they're tied 2-2 with the Western Conference reigning champions right now. I don't know. I don't know how. This got to be the surprise of the playoffs that like they're holding up against the Suns like this right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. The the fact that you got <laughs> Finney Smith out here going nuts and l- helping the team shoot twenty threes last game twenty threes for the Dallas Mavericks are not known to be a three point shooting team. Yeah, what are we doing out here? <laughs> I think he had I like he had like eight or like nine or something last game. I don't know. He had 24 points is all I know. 24 points with eight rebounds. Like that that's not the guy that you go into your pregame meetings. Like, all right, if this guy beats us, we're fine with it. You're not okay with it if Finney Smith is out here beating you. No. You're throwing chairs, you're breaking clipboards, you're doing all of it if that guy's smoking you. Yeah. And well, here we and are. The crazy thing about game four is Luca didn't like play particularly well. Like he he had moments and he was like facilitating really well. He was he was being a great like creator, but he was not particularly efficient at all. I think he hit one three. I think it was like one for eleven or one for ten for three. Um, one for ten. Yeah, one for ten for three. He didn't play particularly well, and they wound up winning by double digits. So they were able to do it without him playing great, which is scary. Oh. And it's crazy that we say him not playing great is him dropping 26, 11, and 7. Yeah. Like, not, there's a level that we expect, you know? And <laughs> it's not the points, it's the efficiency. And that's no, kind of what the I league, 100% yeah. agree, but it's like, it's just wild. Like, players would kill to have those stats. Kill. I think you just said Finney Smith balled out with 24, and Luca literally yeah. scored more. <laughs> and I just, like, roasted him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, his perspective's usage, wild. Yeah, his it usage is. rate is like through the roof. But yeah, yeah, I mean, kudos to to Mark Cuban though for putting this team together. I mean, nobody would. He saw the vision before the season, and everybody gave him flack for uh, trading Porzingis. Well, not that one. Okay, but yeah, a lot of people did. They're like, why would you trade that? Why? But I mean, although um, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie isn't like you know doing much, Good. but. <laughs> Yeah, um, they're doing, I mean, tied 2-2 right now. Nobody expected this. Nobody expected this. But, you know, people, how about the Suns, though? It's like they're, they're looking shaky. First they lose, you know, a couple games to, to the young young Buck uh, Pelicans. Now they're losing two games to the Mavs, who have nobody but Luka. I don't, I mean, let's say they, they, beat, the, uh, they beat the Mavs. I don't see them beating Golden State. See, here's the thing, right? Coming into the playoffs, at least the way I was looking at the playoffs, it was the Suns and Golden State versus everybody in the West, 
and they were going to kind of steamroll their way through, right? That, that's how I felt looking at uh, the Suns have just not steamrolled at all, and I don't know if it's proving that the West is still as deep as it has been in the past, or if just the Suns aren't ready for teams that are prepared for them, maybe. I think last year was more of a, this is the first time we've been good. You've never seen us in the playoffs. We're going to surprise you. And now we got a yeah. full playoff to watch how they pl- perform in the playoffs. And there's some game planning now. You can kind of see their tendencies. That's what happens when you have a target on your back. And the great teams yeah. escape those targets and break the, the molds on that. And that's what the Warriors are doing. I mean, we've seen this Warriors team for a half a decade now outside of two seasons. And they're still just business as usual. They played horrific last night. Like, really bad. Yeah, and uh, was- they... Got they got a dub. There's no jaw on the other side, but the Memphis Grizzlies have been fantastic even without him. Um, yeah. So th- this was not like oh free win. And and shout out to Steph for dropping 18 in the fourth and giving them that little extra boost that they needed to make it happen. Because without that, that it's probably a wrap and it's probably two two right now across the board. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors got the W. Uh, Steph went off in the fourth, but you could argue that nobody had a great game that game. Like, that was probably one of the ugliest games of the playoffs so far. Like, it was just ugly to watch. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't – it was one of those just, like, ugly playoff wins. I mean, yeah, it comes off as a W at the end of the day, but it's not a W that you're – that you take pride over. I mean, I think at one point – the the Grizzlies lost this game because they didn't have Ja, but I think – they lost this game without the Warriors scoring in the last, like, I mean, having a field goal in the last three minutes because I think it was a bunch of just uh, Steph Curry free throws and a, a whole bunch of free throws from the whole Warriors team. But I think the last three minutes, they didn't have a field goal. So, I mean, and uh, the Grizzlies just had nobody to put the ball in the bucket. And Well, and they were just tired is kind of the thing. Like, they, yeah. they came into the fourth quarter and – they forgot their identity and they're a team that first and foremost before anything else they play hard defense and giving up 39 points in the fourth quarter is simply not gonna win you any basketball games you're not gonna win any basketball games giving up 40 in the last quarter of the game if you give up 40 in the four in the first or the second you have a whole half to kind of like okay Let's hunker down. Let's like put our nose in the dirt and let's hold the line. Yeah. Um, You give up that many and you lose by three. Yeah. I think if you, if you are to blame one person for the Memphis loss, I'm going to put it on Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Because he was awful. Like horrible. Not even the fourth, the whole game. What do you have? 12, five and eight. He shot 26%, five for 19. That's horrible. Horrendous. But like, I feel like this guy, he should have all the motivation to have the biggest game of his career. One, Jaws out. Two, you know, he missed. He basically got two, two, uh, two game, two game suspension because he got uh, ejected in the beginning of of that game and then suspended the next game. So he basically missed two games. Um, they're in. He's in the Warriors arena where they're booing him every time he touches the ball. So it's like he has all these motivational factors to have a great game, and then he just goes out and. And does this. Even his first shot was just a straight up air ball. Um but horrible, disappointing the performance by Dylan Brooks. Um even you could even argue their coach, uh Jenkins. 
he was just making weird, uh, you know, non-subs, weird rotations. I mean, the, the blame goes around, but um, at the end of the day, I think the... I don't think Jaws coming back. Jaws done. Uh, they don't want to say that he's done, but, but he's well, done. Well, it came out today. Bruise. It came out today that it's uh, not looking like he's going to return for the playoffs. He's not. Um, so, so not rest in peace. Yet, but... Rest in peace to the Memphis Grizzlies. They had a good run. But, they didn't uh, have a good run. I would love it if they can steal one more game just to do it. But yeah, but to come back and win the series. No, no, no. It's three one anyway. It's a wrap. Like yeah. you guys know basketball. Like three one doesn't happen. It's the reason we make all the all the Warriors memes from a couple of years ago because three one just doesn't happen. Especially when you're going up against the Warriors, like it's not an easy. Task. I mean, hey, to be fair, they have like the second worst percentage in 3-1 series of all time so that's fine <laughs> very small if there is a team to do it against i guess it is them in theory i guess but, but no it's yeah, just not. this this series is over they had plenty of chances they could have won game one they missed the layup it gets blocked they missed the layup whatever they could have won it they didn't the dylan brooks thing is just really tough he shouldn't have been suspended for essentially two games he was they got blown out game three no jaw game four they had a lot of tough breaks, and great teams kind of get past them, and they didn't, and that's okay. They're young still. Yeah, the yeah. future for this Memphis team is really, really bright, and this is just something to feed off of going forward. So, yeah, nobody, nobody to go out though. Yeah, nobody expecting them to go this far. So, good that, for them. I, I think that's kind of part of the problem, though. Like, it's it's always easy to say the future is bright for a team, but like. How many years are they going to have to lose to the Warriors to, like, make this a bright future or, like, something that's not working? And I don't think we're at that point yet, but, like, let's not get it to that you, point. You, you would give them probably another two to three. That's and then that. after that. Yeah. Even that's a lot. But Just don't become Utah is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You know. Like, get work your free agency. Get a nice draft. You have to get better. That's that's get, the bottom line. You get have to better, get better. Come back. Let Ja keep on developing into the superstar and possibly MVP one day and see where it takes you. But the window's not as big as they would like it to be, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Wind um, windows are weird in sports because they just close so quick. You got to take advantage yeah. of these opportunities you have. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's go out Chemistry east. is the biggest thing. You you can't replicate that. Yeah. If you're feeding off chemistry one year and you don't bank on it, can't bottle that up and take it into next season. You cannot. Uh, east Coast games. Right. Who do you want to start with? Because we already know the game of the the game of uh, Al Horford's career. Uh, <laughs> what what is up with Al Horford? Who saw that coming? Um, Nobody. It looked like he just turned into Giannis. Uh, he was making Giannis look like a a chair. Like, it was insane. What do you have, 30 and 8? That's insane. And he's damn near 36. Uh, and that was probably his best uh, playoff performance of his life. Of his career, or, probably. He might have had a probably, really good one or two with Atlanta. Or or at least the most important, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. certainly the most uh, important. I'll be yeah. on that. So it's like insane. Who the like he turned back the clock crazy. And uh but I think that's what the Celtics are missing. They're missing like a leader leader. Like the, yeah, they have Jason Tatum. Yeah, they have Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum's not a leader. 
If there's anything we've learned about Jason Tatum over the last five, six years, he's not a leader. He's a almost superstar, but he's not a leader. That's okay. That's fine. But I feel like you need that to become a superstar, like a super, super elite omega star. To be an omega star, like like a like a like a Giannis or like a LeBron. But there's only five of those in the league at a given time, anyway. Yeah, that's what it is to be an omega star. But um, if if Jason Tatum wants to get to that point. But then again, KD is at that omega star level, and he's not much of a leader. I, so he, KD is strictly because he's maybe the most talented, like skilled shooter out of his size you've ever seen. That's the only reason. Because right. nobody has ever once, outside of like a locker room that he's buddy buddy with KD, praised him about his leadership. Like that just no, doesn't no. happen. This doesn't no. happen. And again, that's okay. Yeah. Clearly, um, it's not when you're losing to the Celtics, and you shouldn't. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a necessary. Those are things that get you losing series. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a necessary characteristic to win games. Uh, you just Absolutely. need a leader, and yeah, and I think that's where uh, Al Horford kind of stepped up, like his experience, his age, his just and his leadership uh, willed them to that win, and it was just awesome to see. Honestly, I'm I'm I've never been a huge Al Horford guy. Like I kind of hated, not hated, hated is a big word. I didn't hate him, but uh, I just disliked him for some weird I, reason you know you know what i think it was i think when al horford initially signed his max contract because he signed a max deal i think it was right. with the celtics the first time right was it the celtics or the sixers or was it with the celtics and then he got traded to the sixers he signed with the celtics got traded okay. to the sixers which i can't stand i want to throw this out there the celtics the sixers and the nets are the worst rivals of all time because they just trade superstars to each other you guys are yeah. weird you're yeah. supposed to dislike each other, not trade max contracts amongst each other like it's hot potato. You guys are weird. Let's throw that out weird. there. Let's I mean, yeah, three, that's why they haven't whatever. won anything. Yeah, they haven't no, done anything because their culture is not there. So, like, they're just hot potato guys. Um, yeah. Horford, when he signed his max deal, was pretty objectively not the best. Like, he was, again, a good defender. He was shooting really poorly the first time with the Celtics. They trade him over to to the 76ers, hope it changes, doesn't change. He winds up going to OKC, where he just... Here's the thing about Al Horford. He did not play basketball last season. He was incredibly healthy. He was the healthiest player of all time to not play for a full season. Because <laughs> he's like, do y'all want to win? They're like, no, no, no. He's like, bet. He played some games in OKC, and he would. He was good. Like He was a solid um, you know, leader... For, for that team, but I mean, obviously, he didn't play much games because they were tanking. Yeah. But the, the games that he played, he put up solid numbers. And like when he was initially traded for Kemba, uh, people were like, oh, that's a steal. Why would you trade Kemba for, for uh, uh, Al Horford's corpse? Um, but I mean, look at it. In, look at it in hindsight. Look at that's it. At hindsight. Right. In hindsight, that was a steal. Kemba is a corpse. He has no knees. Uh, and Horford just had his best game of his playoff career, and it's and the just best season he's had in like five. Yeah, shout out to yeah. shout out to Danny Ainge once again, once again. Or is it Brad Stevens now? I don't it's even. Brad Stevens. Here's Brad, the thing, though. Brad. We say Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge once again, but like you keep doing these great things, and uh, you get these really shiny medals, and you make them look a little less shiny. Like they're still shiny and they're really cool, but like you have to win this series. You have to. I don't see them. I can't see them winning the series. Cause like, 
it's kind of weird, right? This Celtics team is really young. Again, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, super young core. Grant Williams, young. Uh, Marcus Smart's middling. He's on the late side of young at this point. He's been around for a while he's now. A vet. Yeah, he's a vet. He's a, he's a vet at this point. Um, Peyton, Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard is not the player that he looked like he might be. Um, All he can and do then is Al Horford is 37 he years old. And, yeah. So does this team that doesn't have a bona fide center, and I mean, I know um, Robert's out, but he's out every third week. So like, that's just kind of his characteristic. Yeah. Um, is a team like this who's built on defense, you saw it last year with the Knicks, obviously this team has a lot more talent, but like teams that are built on defense don't last year to year because defense is a way harder thing to do and keep the energy up on than offense. Having a good offense is easy because it's so easy to score in the NBA. And as I said with the right. chemistry, that defensive chemistry, especially with this Celtic team, because you see them, the way they switch, the way they get up on people, swarm the ball, they're on top of it. It's hard to really get that and solidify that as a unit. And they're doing it right now. And they really, really got to keep that foot on the pedal against this Milwaukee team, because if they give them any steam, Giannis will go nuts. Yeah. Especially when it really, really matters. Just and to, we're coming up on that. We're on a three-game series now. Yeah. I mean. So how, how you going to play it? I don't know if y'all watched that last game, but going at at the end of the third quarter, it looked like the, the Bucks were just going to take it. I mean, they were only up seven at the end of the third. But, you know, in this type of matchup, a seven-point lead is pretty massive, especially if another team is struggling. Um, with how good the defenses have been. Yeah, that, yeah, that too. So I just thought they were just going to run away with it. Uh, just Giannis's numbers, just incredible. He had 34 and 18 rebounds, and then for sprinkling five assists. On top of that, he took 32 shots. That's pretty massive. I mean, yeah, granted that Middleton is out, but if Giannis has 34 points on 32 shots, and you guys are losing, uh, something needs to change. I don't know what it is, but. They they gotta somebody's gotta step up. I mean, Drew Drew Holiday only had sixteen. Uh, Brooke had seventeen, which is impressive. But uh, s- somebody other not named Giannis is probably gonna have to step up big big time if uh, the Bucks want to get away from the series. Which I see them I see them winning this series, but I don't know how. Uh, but I I want them to win because <laughs> I just hate Boston. I just, I hate Boston. I I, I want to see Boston die. Um. You gotta hope yeah. Bobby Portis goes off. And gives you gotta hope Bobby Portis gives you something. He he's like an yeah. actual player on this team. Like he's part of the machine, yeah. and uh, yeah. he has not played well. So he had four know. points on seven attempts. Um, I don't think he has any play calls for him. And I mean, I mean that's fine. You don't need to have Bobby Portis play calls. I think you just have him with that second unit, and there needs yeah. to be like you know, just have him yeah, try or- to be a dog inside. Or, try to get some second chance points. Hold him in a try to make some. He's like a good pick and roll player. Like, yeah, just get man. something like get him like nine to twelve points, and you're solid. But we can't have four points out here. And I know Bobby could give you a little more than that. Yeah, I mean, I also think Budenholzer has like some holes in his game in his like game plan. Um, I just feel like he got to use utilize like Brook Lopez more like. 
Brooke Lopez was a bona fide all-star back in Brooklyn. He did his thing. I mean, he went to the Lakers, put up some some numbers, but it wasn't crazy. But in Brooklyn, he was he was looking like I don't want to compare him with anybody crazy. Don't, don't do it. He don't was, yeah, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna do it. But he was looking good. He was looking real good in Brooklyn. So and he was a lot of like back to the basket. So I feel like right now they're kind of using him like a stretch four. Which make, he's been fantastic at to be. He, he has developed been. his shot a lot. He has been. But he also has that post game th- that is. that they're not even trying. Like they're just completely dismantled that out of his game. And I feel like if you just throw in a couple, you know, here and there. Maybe after a timeout play or something, just to get him going. Maybe you know, give Giannis some hope. But yeah, if Giannis is taking thirty-four shots for thirty-two points every game, uh, I don't, I don't see them winning the series. Yeah, but shout out to Giannis for putting up thirty-two shots and shooting forty-three percent. Impressive on his part. But the type of shots he make, the type of shots he takes, though, I don't, I don't see that that as that impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, a lot of his shots are just. Right there, like right by the basket. Oh, so. I agree, but anytime you're putting up them that high of a clip, true, true, it is pretty impressive. Listen, if if the Celtics lose this series, it's going to be really tough for them moving forward because Chris Middleton is a member of this team for the foreseeable future, and he is very, very good. And to lose a series like this, if they do it without that guy, who's arguably like an a type of star in this league like he's fringe a star he's that talented uh mm-hmm. he's definitely like more of a b guy but like he's there in the playoffs, so and he's a exactly and like he's yeah. a guy who can take over a game and if you can take over a game in the playoffs that's a problem right so to if they don't win this series and you know it's a lot they won game four it's hard to like give them a lot of flack it's serious is tied they they kind of held strong in the home court quote unquote like that's okay. And I think they're the higher seed in this too. So they can end this. They have to go seven now or no, they don't, but if they go seven, it's at their place. So important, but if they don't win this, that's not the best of looks because the bucks aren't going anywhere. Even if you win this season, like they're going to be good again next season. They just will be. Definitely. Yeah. It's a a lot of forward looking, but it's, you know, you would hope they ramp up a little bit to help Middleton and Giannis and Drew get them you know, another uh, score on top of that. They tried that with like uh, with George Hill, and George Hill has been tossed around the league the last half decade as if he's actually a baller. It's just kind of funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to throw George Hill in there. <laughs> I refuse. That was, that was the big pickup. <laughs> that was the big pickup. I'm not here for it. <laughs> But um, I just think they they're just missing that one piece, Boston. Uh, as you guys said, like they're a good defensive team, but if they just need that bucket and and it Tatum is amazing. Tatum, I love Tatum, you know. Um, but when he's hot, he's hot. But when he's cold, he's frozen. Like he's just horrendous. If his shot is not falling, it's just not. You know, he just does not look like that all that superstar player that he can be. But um, throw in someone like Donovan Mitchell on that team. Um, that could be a chip. How did they get him? <laughs> How does uh, that happen? Uh, just trade Al Horford. 
Straight up, one for one. Mega mind, one for one. <laughs> yes, that is a Utah move. Let's clog the let's clog the lane with two giants that hate each other. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm down. I'm absolutely down. Yeah, and I mean, insane. You know, we'll we'll kind of see what happens with them, but let's go to the other the, the guy we started the show with, right? Joel Embiid. He comes back. He has the mask. He is he is the reincarnate of LeBron with the black mask, who is actually a different animal when he has that on. And Joel has come back and made the world a difference. He hasn't been that top three MVP player since he's been back. He he has a couple of injuries kind of stacked on top of each other at this point. And just the fact that he's even on the court is kind of impressive. Uh, it shows a lot of heart from him, and I and I definitely respect that to an extent. But just him being there, right? Just him being on the court makes so much of a difference because he's like the heart and soul of this team. It's like when Draymond is out, and granted, they're two different stories, but like it's like when Draymond is out for the Warriors, where like they kind of just like lose a step, they lose like a smirk, like they don't get as excited about things. Because this is the guy who makes that fun part of the game kind of happen for the team. And uh, he had 24 in their win uh, yesterday, game four. But really, it was the James Harden show. And he finally, finally, for the first time in this playoffs, like played like the superstar that he is. Finally, too. Nobody really... Nobody really talked about that, really. Uh, but yeah, he had James Harden had 31 points, seven rebounds, and nine assists on uh, eight, for eight, eight for 18 shootings. Pretty good, you know? Actually, excellent for, for the way he's been playing. That's amazing. Uh, so who knows? If they get playoff hard, I mean, like Houston Harden back is uh, is dangerous. I mean, how's it looking right now? I think they're playing as he we got speak. like seven points right now. Yeah, Already? I mean, the game just started. Yeah, yeah. I really do not see Miami losing this series just based off how deep they go, but I do see it going seven games, maybe six. Um, but yeah, I don't see Miami Miami losing because it, it, it is crazy that they lost that last game, especially with Jimmy Butler dropping forty, um, which is um, not like the Miami Heat because usually when they win games. Everybody kind of has 17s like a, across the stat sheet. Right. Right. Exactly. It's kind of like a team win. They never really win with like one person going off. Uh, yeah. But that's how deep they are. And I think they have everything, literally everything you need to win a championship. They have that defense. They have that six man. They have that a couple, three vocal leaders, um, a defensive anchor, uh, the two way star and Jimmy. Uh, you know, a veteran in Lowry. Like, they just have every single piece. Shout out Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra because they did a wonderful job. P.J. Tucker, um, Struz, Victor Aladipo. Like, this team is incredible. I don't know how they lost those two games. Maybe they put their foot off the pedal or maybe they got scared because Embiid got back. I don't know. But I, I think they uh, I think they win the series. I don't know if they win it in six or seven, but they, they win the series. My I do biggest think fear will be a bounce back game for them, but everything you mentioned with them, they have to lock in on all of that and execute because if they don't and they fall off anywhere on the wagon for any of those spots and you let Houston playoff Harden come out and B does what he almost won MVP would throughout the season, they match up and bring both of that on a night. They could very easily win if Miami doesn't show up. 
So you got to hope that Miami keeps this thing rolling because it definitely could go seven. And if you go seven, it's going to be scary. Yeah. In a game seven, I don't like Miami to beat any of the teams that are left. If it's in game seven, just because of that guy. And I like Jimmy Butler. And you know what? There's been a lot of Jimmy Butler slander that's kind of happened this season, which is the strangest slander in the world because Jimmy Butler was literally the best player on the best team in the NBA besides the Suns, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, Jimmy didn't really play particularly great offensively, which is obviously it's an offense game first and foremost. Uh, he shot, like, 30% from three this year. He has been fantastic in the playoffs, like, the best version of Jimmy Butler I have ever seen has been in the playoffs this year. And that's including the bubble, Jimmy. This one's better. So yeah, I want to no give him some like credit. He's playing out of his mind. He's scoring incredibly efficiently. He's shooting the three. He's still defending really well. Because like it's either Maxi or Harden is going off. But he's on the other one. And the, that one's not doing well. <laughs> yeah, so, shout, out, shout out Jimmy, man. He's doing he's doing his thing down in Miami. Now, the one thing yeah. that I'm worried about with the Heat is not like them working. I think they'll be better. And I don't think you're getting eleven out of Tyler Hero every night on like really poor shooting nights. Uh, PJ's PJ. Bam has been Bam. I, I'm worried about Kyle Lowry because he's getting a little bit older. You're seeing the age on the court. He's still been fantastic in terms of like creating and facilitating, but he's getting older. And he's not a guy that outside of the one run that they've had has shown to be good in the playoffs. And last night or two nights ago, whenever that was, showed it. He was bad. He was just not good. And that was the old Raptors Kyle Lowry we saw before Kawhi got there. And if he's like that for another game or two, that's might that might be it. That might be everything for Miami. Now they're up 12 right now, so. Everything I'm saying, it might be an idiot, but again, I said bounce back game tonight. But then you still got two games to worry about after that. So yeah, Lowry is definitely not uh, what he used to be, but yeah, they could from what he from what he could give. Uh, I think they could supplement like the things that they lose out on like playing old Lowry, but um. But yeah, from he's what actually they, not yeah, playing but, tonight, by the way. He's out. Oh, he's out. Yeah, he's out for this game. He's out with his hamstring. Mm. That's so. nothing new. Yeah. No. Seems like a, a reoccurring I mean, when, issue. Yeah, and when you look at the last three games, I think he had six, and then the game before that, he had zero. So, I mean. Hey, maybe it better. Give him, maybe maybe that yeah. hamstring's really been hurting. I don't know. Give him this day off. Or yeah. win. I don't know. You know, once when you reach a certain age, I think your hamstring just like never stops. It doesn't heal anymore. So I think it he might have to just yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't help when you're playing time. deep runs in the playoff. Yeah, every year. there's I mean, not enough time to heal. <laughs> yeah, and that that's the one thing that's crazy about like LeBron and like even Steph to an extent. They've played yeah. so many years of so much basketball because they make the finals every season that it's like, man, how are you still healthy? No, doesn't make sense. So shout out to the Lakers for keeping LeBron good for another year or two for being terrible. Appreciate that. That's what happens when you spend a million dollars on your body a year. Do it. I wish I could do that. I, I right. wish I could spend a hundred thousand on anything in a year, but you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> one that's, day. One that's, day. Yeah, that's different, though. We'll get um, there. Any well, uh, spectator any... sponsors start hitting? Hey, hit us up. You know, the email's there somewhere. Y'all know where to You're... find us. It's in the description. Place your sponsor here. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> any uh, final thoughts on the playoffs as we approach the third round? Conference finals are coming up. Um, just quick final thoughts. I think the, yeah, the second round is, is crazy cool and, you know, exciting, but the first, I, it's just so hard to bounce back, like just to, uh, replicate the performance from the first, the first round was just so crazy. I love the first round. So I, I don't want to compare that with the second round. So hopefully the third round could be as exciting as the first round, not to say the second round isn't exciting, but, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the third round because, what we got with so hypothetically if if Miami wins i think Milwaukee wins that's going to be a crazy matchup Miami Milwaukee uh especially with the, uh, considering their history how Miami swept them i think was that the bubble year yeah i think it was the it was the bubble year the, so i'm pretty sure that's in the back of Giannis's mind uh if they get Middleton back i think the bucks win that series if they don't then it's probably the heat uh and on the other side of the country we got uh Dallas versus Golden State hypothetically in the third round, that's that's going to be a series for the ages. I think uh, that goes seven, no doubt. Um, but I think the Warriors uh, do some magic, some voodoo, uh, some you know Curry chefing it up or something, uh, and Clay and Poole and Draymond. I think they, I think they go over the the hump. Their two year their two year break from the finals, I think is over. Get back. And I, think they, I think they reach it. Again. I think the coolest uh, thing right now is that it feels like whoever's going to win it all is really up in the air right now. I don't think you can really look at any one team and be like, I got no doubt that they're doing this, considering how everybody's playing at the moment. Like, right. going into the playoffs, you probably think Phoenix. You probably think Milwaukee. But now you look at both of those series, how those are playing out. You look at Golden State with how that Memphis series is playing out. You look at Philly finally showing up against Miami. Like, with all these things coming into effect, like, who knows where this thing really ends up when we get to the conference finals? Because we could just get flipped on its head, and it could be, like you said, Dallas and Golden State. Who would have thought that? Who thought that? And then, like, you could possibly get Philly and Boston. Like it's gonna be fun, and I'm really excited. I don't think there's a matchup that I don't want to see. Like I think Dallas in there. I think the most boring the matchup we could see is Dallas Miami. Yeah, that's just yeah. like the most boring one. But it's not and even the, a bad but, finals if that happens. Yeah, not even a bad finals. No, because guess what? Oh. You get Dallas and Miami again, who haven't played since dirt. Like, that's sick. Yeah, that's and then really you, you get Luca in the finals. You get Jimmy in the finals again to prove himself for all the bubble people who discredit that. So it it's fun across the board. I'm really hyped for it. And shout out to NBA, man. All right, predictions real quick. Who's your finals predictions? I got Golden State and uh, Miami. I'm sticking with Golden State. Uh, Milwaukee. I've kind of felt that way for a couple months now. Going to stick with that. I feel like that too, but just to get off the the same hype train, I'll go Golden State, Boston. 
Like so it's that. Golden State, though. We're all kind of in agreement with that. Yeah, I think we all got Golden State going. Yeah. I'm about to I, I do think Golden State, once they run up to uh, run up against Philly, I mean, not Philly, Phoenix, inevitably, I think they wax them. Yeah, I, same. I think that firepower of the death lineup of Golden State yeah. is just going to be too much for yeah. old man CP3 and oh. young man D-Book to handle it. I, yeah, I mean, there has they, to be a point where Chris Paul gets disrespected and sick and tired of losing to Steph in the playoffs, right? No, or no, or no. But keep on adding on to that lore. I think he, I think Chris Paul retires first before beating uh, Steph in the playoffs. I love and it. then when CP is partnering with 2K and he's running his franchise mode and he's just. Nerfing the Warriors team every year, putting CP3 on each of his teams, that's when he'll finally get his redemption. But as of now, you're getting torched. It's like that. Sadly. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. Um, yeah. hate, hate to see it. I, is it? I don't even think I agree. <laughs> I don't I, even think yeah. I hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even hate to see it. Sometimes I don't even yeah. like Chris Paul. I mean, I like I like how he plays. I like him as a basketball player. Sometimes just like, he's as a, just like, dude, shut up. As a guy, though, you know? Shut up, like, Chris. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> oh, shut up, Chris. Yeah, he's, he's a great know, basketball player. He is a great basketball player, one of the greatest point guards. But as a person, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get a drink with him. Omar's <laughs> out here big league in Chris Paul. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> all right guys well we're gonna let you all go watch the games because we do have two games tonight again the heat game is on like we're gonna get there it's gonna be the second quarter so um appreciate everybody right make sure you follow us at spectators media the new at it's been a couple weeks now but the new at so if you don't already follow us go ahead and follow us it is all of our socials go check us out on youtube if you weren't already watching that on there like and subscribe if you like the video. And Omar, thank you for stopping by with us. It's always a pleasure talking some basketball with you. BK, I'll see you next week. Actually, I won't see you next week. That's a lie. We're going to have a guest. Yeah. I don't even know who it's going to be. But next week, we got a guest. So be on the yeah, yeah. I ain't going to be here. I got some uh, prior engagements I got to take care of, unfortunately. I hate jury duty. First time ever. I don't <laughs> recommend it. I haven't even done it yet, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> But um, I'll be here with you guys next week. So we'll see you next Monday. Business as usual. And spectators out. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace.